0: Yeah, yeah, boom. You're my mind too fixed to go for broke A man at two extremes I'll have your broken nose or I'll overdose Run your motor home off the road in the frozen snow Pull over, see if you a corpse or just comatose When you plateaued, it's bound to be dipped Your bones crunch louder than chips Turning up will get you down in the ditch Devoured and shit back in the ground To be pulled out of again Then reloaded is around in my clip That's all she wrote Every article of clothing is a particle eroding Till your molecules are floating I'm back at him Quick to reduce when I bruise hips, maybe over the top But you under the influence Revert affluent, speak of the broken language Hold his face in the bowl of alphabet soup Till he chokes in anguish Off to the races, take your odds on Favorite to the woodshed Beat a dead horse while I poke his brains in You see them car brights You heading for the starlight You can't hide without blowing your spot Once the trunk pop, this turncoat Going to the top You see them car brights heading for the starlight. We tie loose ends with the holes in your knot. It's origami where you fold in a box. You see them car brights. You're heading for the starlight. Can't hide without blowing your spot. Once the trunk pop, the turncoat go into the top. You see them car brights. You're heading for the starlight. We tie loose ends with the holes in your knot. It's origami when you fold in a box.
1: Get your hoods up, you motherfuckers. Welcome back to Black Hoodie Alchemy. I'm your host, Anthony Tyler. And we're broadcasting here on The Fringe FM initially, and I appreciate you tuning in. This is going to be an end-of-the-year wrap-up episode, as the title suggests. So, I mean, any new listeners that have stumbled on this episode, welcome. Um, also, I don't know, you know, stick around if you like, but... You know, disclaimer, this is an episode that is going to cater to the people that have been here. Um, I even, I got my Spotify for podcasters wrapped here. I'm going to go through that a little bit. Um, I'm also going to talk about some of the ins and outs that we have gone through this year. You know, some cherries on top. Uh, reflect on some episodes and talk about the future a little bit. And then depending on... As well as some shout-outs. And then depending on, on how long that takes, I am probably going to get into some other material as well. Um, you know, just some little little tidbit food for thought. I have been researching some stories that we could bring up um, because there's no shortage of material to talk about. So, Before I forget, though, um, intro track by Yumong. He is a rapper from the underground that I have been in contact with for about a decade. Uh we've been he's kept a very low profile for the last half of that decade or so and for some time I also was as well. So we've linked up again recently and he came out with a new album with some names on there like Hex 1 that we are very familiar with on this show in terms of the music. We're going to be playing some more Yumong throughout this episode, salute to the boy um, it's really nice to see him back doing his thing with producer, uh, BBZ Darney. BBZ stands for boom, bap zombie, in case you were wondering, and you know, that's what this show is really all about you, Mon, <laughs> uh, but I mean, in a, in a tiny, small amount, um, the idea of the underground artists just doing their thing, regardless of who's listening. And that's how I've always approached this show as well. I'm very thankful for everybody listening. Um I can honestly say that we are a fixture in the underground. We have an intimidating congregation here. Uh and that's, you know, just having people to talk to honestly is a beautiful thing. Cuz it's not like a it's not like I'm particularly shy around people, but the bringing up these subjects is often not even possible in your everyday life. I mean, that's why people go to church and have these designated spaces, meditation groups, whatever, because you need to find a certain designated times in your life to be able to bring these things up. And, you know, I'm not suggesting that this podcast takes the place of uh, church, but it, it, it very much helps scratch that itch for me. You know, in the long run, I've never with any of my art. I've never had any intentions or desires to go mainstream or to even be rich for that matter. Um, I've always just had the genuine, honest intention of wanting to not limit my art and just wanting to allow it to go as far as it will carry. So I don't want to convert people in an artistic sense, not talking religious or spiritual. Um, so much as I just want to, you ever think about that feeling of like all the music out there that you would love, but you might not ever listen to because how are you going to find it? You got, you know, it's kind of chaos theory. You either got to go look or it's that beautiful chaos theory, butterfly wing flap of someone showing you something, some sort of music that changes your whole perspective, Um, I'm very fascinated with that whole angle of the artistic process. So the idea of feeding the the wing flaps of the podcast and my art is something that I'm very interested in. And uh, I'm, you know, continuing to try and facilitate, you know, Uh, stuff like that. In terms of facilitating the podcast to just get to a wider audience or get to the audience that would enjoy it, you know. I just want to say thank you to everybody listening and you know, the stats show that everyone listening has been sharing the show a shitload. And that's not something that I see on my end, obviously, because I'm not stalking all your fees. I don't even know who all of you are, but the stats show that you are sharing the show a lot and that's fucking great. And I got to say this, um, podcasters are always talking about retention rates and things like that. How, you might be able to draw people in, but are they going to stick around? Um, I we have not had a problem with that here. We have a, an extremely high retention rate. I've always been someone that prefers quality over quantity. I am. I am so very thankful for for everyone listening because a high retention rate and a high sharing rate is. Um. You know, I, and I—I I don't mean to boil it down to just statistics, but like I said, those are some of the only ways that I have direct communication with you, unless you are one of the listeners that is reaching out and saying what's up. And those are some of the best stats that you could be looking for. So, y'all are gems out there, and we really have a, a big old crew here of people that are really engaged and and interested in bettering themselves. Digging a little deeper, you know, maybe listening to a podcast that you might have to pause a couple times or maybe listen to after work instead of uh, during it. You know, I don't know. I'm just saying like this is a very heady podcast. I try to make it like that on purpose. I try not to give you any breaks, I try to put the pedal to the metal. So um, I'm glad that we have so many people that are on on board. You know, some shout outs. Number one um, listener country is the United States. Makes sense. Number two is the United Kingdom. Number three, Australia. Number four, Canada, and number five, Sweden. So Australia and Sweden, not really expecting in that mix. Thank you very much, everybody. Um, and I have a fun stat here about the most shared episode. Uh, we'll get to that soon. Want to talk about um, some other episodes that I put out this year, though. The most popular by far was the episode uh, with. Doug Batchelor, Magic and Practice and Application. Everybody thoroughly enjoyed that one. And a close runner up was um, Philip K. Dick and Elvis being discussed with uh, Miguel Connor. And those episodes were pretty recent too. So they came out blazing hot and people really ate them up. I'm glad everybody enjoyed that. Um, some episodes that I got really good feedback on, but the stats showed that they were some of the lowest episodes I've ever released, and they were all in succession. Uh, The Elephant Man, the Brazilian Punisher serial killer, and Richard Kuklinski, the Iceman. I don't know why everyone slept on those. Some of my true crime like esoteric dives do pretty darn well in comparison, at the very least. Um, The episode on Black supremacy, hip-hop cults, and Malachi York, people were very interested in. That's a that's a topic I can't believe doesn't get more attention to begin with. Uh people very much enjoyed the uh, Israel Keys Satanic Alaskan serial killer episode and the narco satanicos, uh Adolfo Constanzo and you know black magic and cartel drug running. That is also quite a popular episode. One of the first episodes. But for some reason, everyone slept on Brazilian Punisher and Kuklinski. I get the Kuklinski thing. I did that because I uh, I know so much about the Kuklinski story already. And um, talking about the Brazilian Punisher left some talking points that kind of fed into Kuklinski super easy. But he's been done to death. So I get that. Why is everyone sleeping on the Brazilian Punisher? Is it because the Punisher is some alt-right thing now? Because... The first word before Punisher is Brazilian, so uh, it's not an American alt-right thing. I, I don't know. I don't know, but that story is um, one of the most fascinating stories I've covered on this show, and I don't get how so few of you have listened to it. What the hell are you doing? Go listen to it. I'm not even saying that because it's my show. I'm saying go check out this story, and the podcast I did is I guarantee you one of the most thorough dives you're going to get in English on this person. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I was just off on that. <laughs> it's not like it, it it doesn't uh doesn't actually bother me. It actually baffles me cuz I was super psyched about that episode Elephant Man 2, but I guess that makes a little more sense. It's dark, but uh it's not quite the same subject matter that we often cover. Um But I also really liked that episode, and I've uh, talked to multiple people who said that those three were some of their favorites, so I don't know. I think I would just chalk it up to the fact that we cover so much different material here under the umbrella of like an esoteric dive inward that um, different things are just going to resonate with a lot of different people. Everyone's been really enjoying all of the content on uh, Jung's analytic psychology. That's great to see. Those are some of my favorites as well. So we're definitely on the same page there. Now, I wanted to bring this up for fun because um, I I just, <laughs> I'm continuously baffled. Um, I brought this up a few times in the past because I've been uh, continuously surprised at just how, how this comparison has morphed in such a relatively short amount of time. Um, at one point, I think it was in the first year, we're in slightly over a year and a half of this podcast. So, but we're ending the second year calendar year that I've been doing it, if that is any clarification. So the first year I mentioned how people in the mainstream still generally love Kanye West and uh, people really hate Jordan Peterson. Now, hear me out because this is going this comparison is going to take quite um a progression if you haven't heard me talk about it before and I think you'll you'll agree with where it all ends out (laughs) whoever you are get i don't i've never liked kanye i mean he has good tracks he's talented but never really enjoyed what he was about or who he was and uh jordan peterson is super annoying he's a curmudgeon he's kind of he's basically an asshole but even with all that said um not liking um, how he carries himself, especially these days and the talking points he chooses to debate. Um, I I truly don't think he's a bigot. You could just call him an ignorant curmudgeon at worst, but he's definitely not a bigot. So I just said at one point, Kanye is way worse than Jordan Peterson. And I, I don't understand, I guess it's just a music thing and people love Kanye's music, kind of like a Michael Jackson thing. People just can't separate it. And, uh, And then uh, uh, Kanye West got a whole lot worse as if he couldn't like he just, he dug deep and found a whole new rock bottom going on Alex Jones and was starting to make just in simply in comparison, making the burnout downswing Jordan Peterson look way better. But you know, nowadays they both just look such trash. My God. I don't know if you could get two better examples of people that were on top of their game and just like just total Icarus action, man. They just flew right into the sun and melted and died. Like, I mean, let me be clear. Jordan Peterson and Kanye West are some of the dumbest, stupidest motherfuckers that I can think of right now. I just <laughs> well, they're both so insufferable now. I hate them both. Um, because they both had some good material out there. Jordan Peterson expanding on the Jungian philosophy. Uh, Kanye West with some classic bangers, and god damn, they're both just such utter self-indulgent trash. Sucks to see. Sucks to see. So, yeah, that comparison is null and void now. They both are garbage. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> but hey, that doesn't mean we can't enjoy the things that we the of value that we took from them, right? Same thing with H.P. Lovecraft. Same thing with a lot of other artists. Although I will say, I think it is easier to reclaim art from a douchebag after they've died. Like H.P. Lovecraft. I mean, Jordan Peele did Lovecraft Country. Like, there's been a lot of reclamation there. Fuck H.P. Lovecraft for his ignorant, limited ways. But also, we've talked about that before. He was uh, he was a total shut-in that um, was suffering from his own brain. So that guy had his own karmas. And isn't that often how it shakes out? Now, in terms of um, moving forward a little bit in terms of the future of the show, I have mentioned a couple times I consider this still phase one, and I'm very excited about that. And, you know the whole the whole angle with the show so far has been laying the foundation for a mindset. You know, the whole the underground artists just doing their thing regardless of who's paying attention. You know, we're in it for the love of the game. And we want to get past superficial conversations here. And that's why I've had so many of my, my friends on the show that I consider some of the best researchers I know, some of the people who take this the most seriously, because we can get so much deeper into conversation. We can, you know, we don't have to deal with the pleasantries. We can just really get in there. And I think I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of the, the catalog that we have so far, it is a lot of honest, cold, hard looks, uh, some deep dives into alchemy and, you know, the surrounding components and stories. So in the future, um, I'm definitely planning on getting some more guests on some people that I've never spoken with before, trying to get some more guest spots in there as well, because, as I said already, um I'm definitely interested in seeing how far we can get this podcast. And with that in mind, you know, especially if you're listening to this deep into it, hey, do me a favor and go rate the show. Um, Do something, you know, like send it to a friend. Uh, but like word of mouth is key. So and I genuinely enjoy doing this. I don't ask for anything, but hook a homie up. If you're already listening to this and you haven't left a review yet, go give me a review, pretty please. And. Uh, One of the steps that I plan on taking with the next year is implementing some more foundational type stuff. Uh, I've mentioned that I have the YouTube. Oh, I'd like to do some live shows over there eventually. Uh, I also am going to set up some sort of chat room, whether it's Discord or Telegram or something like that, so that um, the people that are really digging the show can follow up with each other and me, and we can all just kind of create a dialogue easier. I'm also you know it's slow going, but I'm still trying to work on setting up a patreon as well, but this is a passion project. if I w- had set this up as a business, you know that that probably would have been one of the first things I did, but there's only so much time to begin with. um a lot of people are coming into the podcast game with money already with clout and you know momentum behind their name. I had some very you know, deliberate, but modest underground movement behind my name before I started doing this. But the point being, I'm just, I only have so much time and you know, the, my life has been really fucking crazy lately. It hasn't let up. I, I, thankfully, you know, there's just been so many ups and downs. It's been fucking wild. It's been a real roller coaster. but lately there's been about as many ups as there have been downs and I'm just riding it. So regular mundane life has been holding me back a little bit. I would have liked to go into the second phase around this year a little more, but you know, shit's been wild. And when I do the YouTube live recordings, I'll definitely, for fun, um, I'll have a, a video feed as well. But that's going to be the only time I ever do a video feed. I have mentioned this before as well, but I, you know, I like the radio aesthetic of this. Um, It really ruins the vibe for me when we do video. It just seems really, really corny and hokey. Uh, The stats show that people enjoy watching the videos, but I don't care. You know, um, I like um, not having people watch me. And I also like the idea that we are still using our imagination just a little bit. Unless you're one of those people that literally can't visualize anything. But that's part of the, the, the true joy of listening to a podcast or radio for me is I get to visualize the things they're talking about. So I don't understand why the fuck anyone would want to watch me just sit in a computer chair and talk about these things. But I guess it's just comforting to stare at a screen. I don't know. Uh, but you're not going to get that from me. Except for the occasion that we go on YouTube live. But, uh, hey, sincerely, thank you from the bottom of my heart, everyone who's tuned in and enjoyed the show and been in it for the long haul. And you know, I'll give a few shout outs, you know, just first names. We'll just keep it chill. But I just want you to know that I see you out there, you know, shout out to Landon and Seed Person. Shout out to Dusan and Duncan and John. Shout out to Douglas. Shout out to Chris Viotto. Shout out to Mama Bear. Shout out to Martin Ferretti as well. I know he's been tuning in and the homies Hunter and Ron. And shout out to Melissa and Haley and Tara as well. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Also, want to give a little bit of shout out to all the musicians that I've been playing on this show before we go into the commercial break and play some more Yumong here. And we've got uh, Hex1 and Technician of the uh, Rap Duo Epidemic. We have legitimate and KDB and unknown misery and Stilts of the rap group Babylon Warchild. We've had some really cool fucking guest features on the show through me playing music from these artists. I've talked to, so I haven't talked to the, these other artists directly, but it's been pretty fucking dope that we've had them on the show. If you're a fan of underground hip hop, you know some of the names like Rusty Jux, Chief Kamachi, and Reef the Lost Cause. Uh, that's pretty fucking cool, man. Big fan of Army of the Pharaohs. Of course, U-Mong and BBZ, Darny, uh, D-Rev. We played some of Chris Fiado's music, as well as our guest Bob Antone and Keats Ross. You can go check out their materials, great stuff. We've also been able to play a little bit of Decca on the show. He is a rapper that did my first book's cover, Dive Manual um really killing it in the underground doing work with people like Homeboy Sandman and Aesop Rock now so that's fucking impressive salute to Decca i'm a stand from the beginning dude uh, i'm a stand way before people started enjoying decca yeah i claim my hipster status on that who else um let's not forget Rex Sessions the producer on some of Legitimate's albums that we've been playing here um we also have Some of our metal and punk groups like Salt, Dark Room, Doc Hammer, Negative Blast, Mutt, and Glowing Brain. Um, As well as my homie Adam's uh, metal projects, Silent on Fifth Street. And we haven't played them yet, but we will soon. uh, Inner Wounds. You can go check that action out. So, you know, the music has been such a huge part of the show. It, the show wouldn't be what it is without the music. I've heard apparently it's like a common thing. Some people say, Oh, like podcasting is like the thinking man or the thinking person's music. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. If you think that you need to go find some music, Blake, because you're super ignorant to good music. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. That's crazy. As someone that really enjoys, uh, the linguistic side of podcasting, uh, I'll enjoy being a wordsmith and talking and trying to make it enjoyable and not just drone on. I fucking really like music. So I don't understand where people are coming from with that angle. So thank you to everybody for being a part of this show. It is, it, it, it truly means so much to me and, you know, sky's the limit. Hopefully we can see where we take this thing we're gonna get into the commercial break we'll come back and talk about a little more action and and then um after that commercial break that'll be it until the new year i actually will have some at least a couple more episodes coming out so keep your eyes peeled but they are going to be those 0.66 style episodes where i'm guesting on other people's shows because i gotta enjoy the holidays a little bit all right commercial break check it out. listen to some more youmong and these very informative ads and check it out. Check we'll be right back
0: Fuck you, good morning you can shove and break your foot on it I leave the fake Shug Knights in your hood haunted The Masked Devil, urban legend I dash with a black rental and cast metal Up through your glass window I spit rhodium, the roller barrel eclips all of your wordsmiths Till I'm in the Smithsonian I represent the podium the smash to pieces Watch slivers scratch your eyes While they stabbing and end, Standing and screaming, you ain't got no fan in the ceiling Bars like my label, they ain't got no plans to release them. Lion's great rule with an iron fist Move on a silent tip while y'all get me Confused with a rising wind, I'm bound to stop time My round's as loud as a Glock 9 An inclination, the sound of a drop dime You down to rock rhymes, I'll have you concussed, shine And see your stars rotate counterclockwise No amount of stop signs equal any shits given You live gimmicks, a caricature, a crisp image I carry the verses, condensed liquids And bury the dirt like cement mixes To marry the earth and then kiss her I even brought flowers suited up and dropped out of life Opened the box of elements and hop down it I kicked that moonshine, addiction. Until you blue blind with sickness rap and death is a full-time commitment see, I Smoke
2: see yes, don't need your stress oh, only your head you hold secrets that's nothing i could see why you deceitful we'll see right through some people so i do hustle deep do what i please tell. it's just a scheme you must just be bluffing so I keep the yeah, heat discreet uh, with me yeah, with feet on check
3: concrete it, yeah. Yo, fuck these rappers and the rappers that they imitate I'm doper than the lines that you chopping on your dinner plate Up in a great. my soul never disintegrate These stars fall faster than the Rari on the zin. Get up my lane and watch me innovate when I'm in the zone Fucking up these beats always penetrate a trade up in the shit since a youngin' in the booster chair And always keep a chick To keep me harder than Medusa Stare The truth is here You ain't gotta look no further now I wrote it down So this premeditated murder Blah My mind's spinning In the studio My kitchen Chefing up divine wisdom And flipping like dime pigeon It's the It's the kid that always Keep a dime with them Or a nickel and two Pennies these hoes I got too many These flows I got too nice I'm raising my bars up Smacking celebrities The only way that we start struck See,
0: I Smoke free for
2: yes don't, don't need your stress oh. Only your head you hold secrets that's nothing i could see why you deceitful we'll see right through some people so i to hustle hustle do what i please it's just a scheme you must be bluffing so i keep the heat discreet with me when feet on concrete
4: well how'd it do everybody it's your good old friend tippy patson here from the the League of Extraordinary Gent's and uh, today I have a special message for you. I'm trying to petition uh, to get into the ears of uh, NFL quarterback Aaron Rodgers. You see, uh, I I got thinking recently, and y'all remember how Justin Bieber had that really cool shirtless pastor that was always like hanging out with him and like vanquishing his spiritual foes and. And, you know, and to, so to Aaron Rodgers, I won't be that for you. You know, I could be your hot, young, shirtless pastor, but like, not in a gay way, but like in a, in like a, like a spiritual Rambo sort of way. Yeah, and, uh, and because I understand that, you know, some time back, you you, you done took some ayahuasca in Peru and it kind of messed your game up uh, because you met mother ayahuasca, but you also met the hat man, Aaron Rodgers, and and he's been done scaring you on the football field. You know, I got some quotes here, uh like, uh, Aaron Rodgers you you were done saying, like he will sometimes appear in the distance, usually veiled by darkness, holding the corpse of a dead rabbit, and sometimes a blade. I just kept throwing the ball to the hat man, and he was always wide open, floating high above the rest of the players, and it was so scary, I just had to do it. And you know, teammates done been quoting you, saying that uh, you got lights flickering on and off in the, in, in, in the locker rooms, and you, you done scared to be alone out there. So please, Aaron, I beg you, let me tippy-pats and help you out there, buddy. I could show you the Ford's way. Uh, I could get your wrestling gators out to here in the Everglades, you know, and we'll get you throwing a tight spiral to that, uh, that hat, man and uh and, and for in and, in and dang on no time buddy so come on aaron rogers let tippy patson be your spiritual mentor and you know that's it for now folks help me get help me get in the ear of good old aaron all right take it easy
2: hello there everybody Uh you by Dobius is jefferson tiller Slinger uh that's my code name around here i also go by steve buscemi and a whole lot of other things uh it recently you know i I recently caught a little bit of flack because i was really high and uh i called it to uh, joseph rupert's lighting the void uh radio station asking for laundromat and drug money um and since then many people have said that uh um, I maybe should not if I'm doing that, maybe I should not be spending so much money on drugs. Even though I explained to them that when you ship yourselves overseas and back in a crate, you need drugs to do to pass the time. <clears throat> well, uh I am I'm sober now and a little bit skinnier and it's all thanks to Tippy Patson's Rainbow Body Weight Loss Program. Uh it's a fantastic product that doesn't even require portion control or calorie counting. All you do is smoke this Colombian cocaine paste named Basuco. Which is basically a uh, cocaine mix with uh, boda oil and brick dust. But if you smoke enough of this stuff, you achieve a rainbow body state of existence. And you sweat a lot of it off. And uh, it works like a charm. And I'm living proof. Jefferson T, baby. So sign up today. um, Because, uh, uh, you know, the sober living is the way to go and i understand you know i'm sorry to joseph rupert i understand you know i'm sorry to joseph rupert for calling in um and you know you got your new and improved fresh clean so fresh and so clean jefferson t all right uh you, you cats take it easy out there Greetings, bro-tendo. It is I, Muscle Tornado, and, you know, I've got some news that makes my heart a bit heavy. Uh, you know, i um, Hulk, Hulkster, give me strength. Um, you know, firstly, you may have heard that our friend Bayou Jones went missing overseas, and then our, our cosmic ghost pirate has been, uh, accidentally recently stuck into this heavy wind-up television set. Uh, And our friend Silverback Commando recently ran out of LSD after a years-long bender and uh, has fallen into an existential crisis in his sobriety. Well, Silverback seems to have hitchhiked out of here. He's gone. And this morning I accidentally changed the channel on this shitty wind-up television set, and now I can't find my cosmic ghost pirate anywhere. And on top of that... Uh, as some of you may know, I've lost my hand and my eye lately, so I have a pretty sweet hook and eye patch, but I'm tired of everything being taken away from me, Broseph. Hulkster, give me strength. Vin D for life, baby. Come on. We, uh, what do I need to do? Um, you know, just maybe, uh, maybe I really am transforming into a pirate, Um, but you know whatever something's got to give right um in the meantime i'm just uh just gonna keep you know i i've, I've got plenty of pixie sticks so <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh well, we'll just uh, you know cross the bridges as we get there right oh uh. <laughs> Muscle Tornado is over and
3: out.
1: Welcome back to Black Hoodie Alchemy, folks, and our end-of-the-year wrap-up. We've talked about how some of the talking points have aged. We've talked about how some of the episodes did. Talked about what we've done with this show so far and where I'm looking to go with it. We talked about some of the listeners um, and how much I appreciate all of you, as well as the musicians that have contributed to this show's aesthetic. And a couple other things here in this wrap up. Thank you so much to everyone that has uh, tuned in and enjoyed the random insane bits from the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. These crazy motherfuckers out in the Everglades who are too organized to just be chilling in the woods, but just too stupid to be any sort of cult. We got Tippy Patson, Jefferson Tillamook Slinger, Apex Monsoon, Silverback Commando, and Muscle Tornado. We also had Bayou Jones, and Randy Stemp is in the mix somewhere up in there. Um, a lot of updates have come with these characters, though, as they've progressed. You might have heard in just that last uh, commercial break how Tippi Patson is trying to petition to get into the ear of Aaron Rodgers so that he can be a spiritual mentor. Got some updates on that, Uh, but bad news first. You know, If you've listened to all the shows, you've gathered some of this, but we're going to round home plate and kind of summarize the future here a little bit um, of these crazy motherfuckers. So Apex Monsoon, the cosmic ghost pirate who became attached to a ship in a bottle in tippy's office quote-unquote office some weird guy that was uh had like a uh, like a a willy wonka delusion going on accidentally put the cosmic ghost pirate into a wind-up television set and then the crew ended up changing the channel so apex monsoon is to the wind Unfortunately, Bayou Jones, we lost in Portugal, and uh, there was no word from him. Steve Berg, the comedian from drunk history, said that he would try and get his cousin in Portugal to look for Bayou Jones. We have not received any word, unfortunately uh Silverback commando, the dolphin fetishizer slash l s d. enthusiast, and uh John Lilly um protege, I guess, if you will, even though they did never communicate with each other. um he accidentally ran out of l s d is sobered up and hitchhiked out of there. I guess um, without a ton of LSD, um, things uh, just don't look that glamorous in the Everglades. Jefferson Tillamook Slinger has been trying to sober up a little bit, so he's on the up and up. Uh, Muscle Tornado, however, not doing so hot either. He has lost his hand, his eyeball, and his hair. Uh, we're not sure what's gonna happen to his feet at this point. I, I feel like if he loses a leg, and gets a peg leg, then he will f- just truly be a pirate, so I'm not sure, or he might just die maybe m- maybe it's impossible for a human being to metamorph metamorphosize into a cosmic ghost pirate. I don't know, however, we have some great news about Tippy Patson. We'll be getting him on the show again here before too long with the new year because I'm sure that he'll want to you know let us in on all of the preparations that he's making, but um. Lo and behold, thanks to you listeners out there, Tippi Patson did get in the ear of Aaron Rodgers. You're not going to see it in the uh, the mainstream press because they're keeping it very low profile, but Tippy Patson is moving to the Big Apple for a period of time, moving to New York City so that he can be the personal spiritual counselor of Aaron Rodgers, quarterback of the New York Jets. How about that, everybody? God damn. um, I I had my doubts about you, but you clearly know the demographic to cater towards, and I'm proud of you, buddy. So I can't wait to see all of the ways that you're going to improve Aaron Rodgers' uh, spiritual life, his personal life, and his football field game. It's going to be great. But uh, unfortunately, the rest of the crew is kind of in shambles. The 2024 is going to be a very curious year for the League of Extraordinary Gents, Oh, and for those of you wondering, Steve Berg's friend that uh, is reportedly trapped inside Middle Earth, as we know it from the Tolkien universe, um, I spoke to him, and it's something like episode fifty. Uh, we're still desperately trying to work on getting him out. Um, Steve is pretty unhelpful, you know. He pretty much just brags all the time about being on Drunk History and Bob's Burgers, and just leaves his friends stuck in Middle Earth as a you know a real Hollywood move Steve. N- maybe, maybe he is uh maybe he is Illuminati. But on, on a real note, if I truly was purely focused on the business angle and just trying to rake in as many listens as I could, I would not be doing these characters. But I'm so thankful to be able to to do them because all you heads out there that tune into every episode, y'all are really digging the insanity when it's portioned out the right way um i did like five episodes where they were all characters if you remember at the beginning of the year just for the hell of it um because i was enjoying it so much and it's what i was feeling and things started to taper off a little bit there and i get it it's not a comedy show um i expected that i kind of wanted to see how far i could push it just for fun and you know now to drop in these stupid character episodes here and there um You heads out there are tuning into everyone and really liking it. So, and, you know, if you're unaware, you can go, I, you know, I try not to fuck with too much social media, but I do love these characters and I would love to do some animation with them one day, but that would require a budget. So in the meantime, I've made these kind of slideshow, like almost like you're watching someone give a terrible PowerPoint like two minute videos of the character commercials and bits. You can find those either on YouTube or TikTok. Uh, basically go to my link tree in the show description and you can find everything. But I truly consider that a blessing um, that anyone would tune in to that and make it and, and just give me the, the possibility, the opportunity to just kind of cut loose and do some dumb shit is a lot of fun. Cause God knows there is no place for that in the mundane regular world. So, um, I'm really just thankful to be able to, uh, to, to have thrown so much at the wall, you know, all, you know, true crime, esoterica, like adult swim, surrealist comedy at times. And we've all just kind of come together. And, you know, there's a lot of people that are enjoying the variety and I'm, I'm so thankful for that. And that being said, as a, as a nice cherry on top to that sentiment, um, Episode 43, I believe, where Martin Ferretti was talking to Jefferson Tillamookslinger about the, the philosopher um, Gertrudev and his, his uh, concepts of the fourth way. Um, that was the most shared episode of the year. So I guess people really liked that. And I'm, I'm very pleased. I, uh, <laughs> I told Martin before recording, I said, I just want you to be really annoyed. I want you to be the straight guy and just no no funny business and i actually had people um hit me up afterwards saying was martin actually upset <laughs> So he, he sold it really well i had a lot of fun we both did uh doing that episode and that that and the second appearance you know the return of tippy patson are the two most popular character driven episodes so um I'm glad everyone dug it, and yeah, that's fucking cool. Uh, you know, for that to be the single most shared episode, especially since there were other episodes that were technically a lot more popular in stats, that's exciting and that shows a lot of promise. So, thanks again, everybody. But yeah, I uh, I'm very grateful for the spot that we're all in in this uh, this black hoodie alchemy situation. You know, it's it it really is. A sweet spot in many ways we have uh we have an underground crew here that is making some moves but we don't nearly have enough traction to really have many haters i haven't had any hate yet knock on wood i mean it's coming and and it's not like i certainly have received it before but this show is just kind of occupying its own space and bumping around so people see it out there but um no one really you know it's not it's not being floated around so far that it's getting to the space of people that would never even want to come across it and therefore are just going to be douchebags about it so you know th- and and that's also the beauty of the underground too like it's only the bigger and bigger you get the more hate you receive and not that I'm not a prepared for that or um fully capable of ignoring it um it, it, again, it's it's a nice, comfortable spot to be in right now, and um, I um, and I'm also I'm just really happy with the catalog that we've put out so far. I uh, I looked into while well, I was trying to come up with some like .66 guest spot things that I could put in the feed. Uh, I went and and looked at some of my old old guest spots that I did on people's shows, kind of first starting out, and well, I encourage you to go check them out if you're interested um i've come a long way the the material is on point but my delivery way more monotone still trying to get a bearing like in an authentic way without being gimmicky on the whole broadcast angle so you know i think every the the moves have been made properly i started doing this show when i felt like i really could carry it on my own without having burner episodes that i'm just going to tell people like oh you know the show doesn't really get good until episode 50 you know or whatever like every one of these is is up to par uh to my standards and you know i think that i i think that the timing is working out very well and i'm just i'm i'm really excited about the future regardless of what happens um i think you know there's so much promise and growth here whatever be the case it's going to be some good stuff and as a final note here, uh, I wanted to say thank you as well to everyone that reached out and showed some support or some encouragement. I wasn't looking for that at all, and it's just nice. Yeah, it it, it, it I, I appreciate it. It shows that people listening to the show are actually invested, and I don't see listeners as fans. I see y'all as, you know, colleagues fellow researchers and you clearly don't look at me as someone that you are looking up to you know we're equals and and that is exactly what i want so so it's really nice to receive you know encouragement you know if you've listened to the episodes lately i've been venting in certain ways that don't deviate from the subject matter, but just kind of feed into it. And, you know, I'm not going to keep harping on the mundane world. This is a, this is an alchemical show. And, you know, I've been trying to figure out my place in the, the job market again lately and things like that. Some of my plan A's and B's haven't turned out so hot. And I'm still in the process of figuring all that shit out. But I am lucky in more ways than one even if I'm unlucky in some ways as well. And I am um, certainly not incapable of being thankful or just letting things ride sometimes. And that's kind of what I have to do right now. I just got to let it ride and feel the situation out as it progresses. But you know, nothing to worry about just here's the thing. If you, if you've listened to some of the past shows and you've really felt or resonated with my frustration, um, I'm like, dang, man, I, I wish I could do something to help. Just go rate the show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, keep an eye out for the Patreon. Um, just you know, keep hanging out with us and tell your friends. You know what I mean? That's the that's the greatest help you could be. Is just continue to support the show however you see fit, and and, and stick around and if i when i get the time to let me put it like this the more time i get to invest in this show is going to go directly into this show i have so much more that i want to do with this and i don't mean that in a way where i'm like "Ah, why when can i do more i'm like i'm just i got anticipation i'm chomping at the bit and i'm ready to jump out the gate um so The more opportunity that comes, I will be seizing the day and giving you more diverse content. Uh, The podcast is only the beginning. You know, the sky's the limit. I have a lot that I would love to do, and we'll just see where it it takes us. But thank you so much for your support. Thank you for being a part of this, and thank you for your love and kindness. Uh, This is a dark show where we vent our frustrations, but everyone's got a lot of love here. And that means so much to me. So suffice it to say, I am still in the ups and downs of the mundane world, but I do have a lot to be thankful for. We all do one way or another. And if you're struggling out there right now, just know that I feel for you. I really do. Especially during the holiday season, it can be easier to struggle during the holiday season if you're listening to this as it comes out and, you know. It sucks. Sometimes there are no answers. There's no solutions in the moment, but just know that it's not always going to be like this. That's that's uh, a terrible cliche to hear sometimes, but it's truly sometimes the only solace you can get is that change is inevitable and this too shall pass. That's it for now, folks go get some books dive manual hunt manual check out these great musicians like yumong and hex one and and dark room and salt and doc hammer and negative blast and babylon Warchild, all these great artists um yeah i think next up soon we'll be getting a chat together so that we can all communicate a little better uh, and patreon before too long thanks again everybody uh, i know i'm trying uh, i'm trying not to sound like a broken record at this point but this is the end of the year wrap up i can't you know i i I had some some stories that i thought i might have time for i'm kind of glad i didn't though uh we'll save that for another time so that's it for now folks that is it for 2023 but check out some bonus episodes coming out next week and the week after and i'll see you with the new year don't forget this is black hoodie alchemy on the fringe fm i am anthony tyler we'll fucking see you
3: next year smoke weed account press man scientists Yo, fragments. uh, memory fragments, complimenty the sublime, Melody's accents with true rhyme shine, a nuance grind, lab table, soup on spine, bond, pulling monumentally cash out of you, Mong's mind. Ha strong hallucinogenics liquid imbued with intelligence that ooze in the sentence putrid and hellish Fukushima nucleus remnants this shit is like those fucking acid trips the youth would embellish what else is hidden in this man's mind you couldn't tell it it's lucid angelic and devilish yeah. suited with menacing wounds for the bullets and skeletons tunics and relics I even find a random leather boot and bruise for the fellas it's fucking filthy god damn it fucking fills me with dread just to look in his head it fucking kills me it still thrills me I pro further the flow certified murder couple nine and the chrome burner, half-eaten corpses, maggots, roaches spinning on the broken record as the wax decomposes. The walls closing in, I see your dark figure, but ghosts holding a pen, like your pros closes him. <laughs>
0: Flip the table of contents, my hidden chambers are boxed in. The gift of simulation is godsend. Cause reality sucks. And I'm here to sniff the vapors from toxins. You don't dare to strip the waste of a locksmith. The odor of a primitive stink. And all the criminal beings goes to death, breathing invisible ink. Speaking of subliminal riddles, each of a minimal schemes Evil as rivers that ripple reek into the chemical leaks. I catch victims at the most vulnerable state. Postpone the decay, put the suicide notes on the delay. I promise them the most fortunate date in the most cordial of ways. All you do is sign your soul over to me. After your broad strokes on the page, I swing a long sword at your face. Then restitch your torso to your waist. And when niggas make an eye contact, make their minds go black. Alter their physical life on wax and find abusive cenobites on crack. Who try to chew the seven mics on hands. Find solutions in the lights all can. My mind's a music tune device don't blast. A black Lupus cube, despite all man. From the wound where evil sparks, flesh and bone made from demon parts. I take a bite at your beating heart. Feed the mob, follow heck until your meat dissolves. Meet the god I steam enough smoke to make the ceiling cough.